This episode is sponsored by Diverse Tax Services. Do you want to start a nonprofit or a for-profit business? Do you have unfiled taxes? Say no more. Diverse Tax Services is the place you're looking for. Stop paying high tax prep and business startup costs. Begin your dream business or catch up on unfiled taxes. Don't take my word for it. With a $20 consultation fee, let this company lay out their winning strategy for you. Nationwide services include IRS audit, liens, levies, and garnishment assistance. And this company is also what? The official accountant firm for the Being Blunt podcast. That's right. I said it. The Being Blunt podcast. So I personally can attest and vouch for their professionalism. So check out Diverse Tax Services and call them today at 678-760-5626. And I repeat, 678-760-5626. Sean B. Being blunt. Being blunt. Iconic. I said, Sean so blunt, you can smoke his truth. He's screaming from the lungs so loud it shakes the roof. Cause to really elevate, it takes a boost. He don't ever hesitate in the words, the proof. Cause to be a pioneer for change, you gotta pave the way. Using the knowledge to enlighten all the people today. Putting the truth on display for community's sake. With the passion and compassion, he's a unity saint. Cause being blunt ain't a stunt, it's the mission though. Don't be blind, recognize what the vision holds. Open your ears, it's clear, just listen though. Sean B, being blunt, yo, here we go. Iconic. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Being Blunt 5-Minute Podcast. I don't have a lot of time, so let's get straight to it. Today I'm talking Roe versus Wade. This was a landmark decision by the U.S. Supreme Court that allowed a woman to choose an abortion without excessive government restrictions. So I'm going to try and break down this case in five minutes, starting with the players, the decision, and the future. Let's get to it. So who is Roe when you hear Roe versus Wade? Well, Roe is Norma McCorvey. She was born in Louisiana in 1947 and later moved to Texas around 1958. She and her older brother were raised by their mother. Sadly, Norma had a rough life and ultimately ended up getting pregnant three times by the age of 21. By her third pregnancy, Norma's friends had advised her that she should lie and accuse a group of black men of raping her. (gasps) Just got to shake my head right there. So that she can get a legal abortion under Texas law. You see, at that time, the state of Texas prohibited most abortions. But due to a lack of police evidence, that plot went nowhere. And McCorvey later said it was a fabrication. She tried to get an illegal abortion, but the recommended clinic had been closed by authorities. Her doctor suggested that she consult with an adoption lawyer, but she wasn't having any of that. Eventually, her doctor referred her to some attorneys who were looking for pregnant women who were seeking abortions. Thus, the legal case Roe versus Wade began. So who was Wade in Roe versus Wade? Well, Wade was a popular Dallas prosecutor named Henry Wade, who served as a district attorney of Dallas County from 1951 to 1987. He was also the prosecutor of Jack Ruby, you know, the bar owner 
who shot and killed Lee Harvey Oswald? Henry Wade was named defendant when Norma's attorney mounted a 1970 constitutional challenge to the Texas criminal statutes prohibiting doctors from performing abortions. It took three years of trials to reach the Supreme Court. And McCorvey, well, she never attended a single trial. During this lawsuit, though, McCorvey gave birth and placed her third baby up for adoption. Then on January 22, 1973, the U.S. Supreme Court in a 7-2 decision ruled that a woman's right to have an abortion was indeed protected under the 14th Amendment. Shortly after that, Norma McCorvey decided to come forward and admit that she was indeed Jane Roe. She didn't want people to know her true identity because she was already unemployed and greatly depressed. It's funny, though. She later reversed her position and filed a motion in 2003 to have the case overturned. She asked the court to consider new evidence that abortion actually hurts women. Now, that was her position publicly. But in my research, I found out that she never changed her position privately. Then in 2004, a three-judge panel for the Court of Appeals dismissed her motion to have the case overturned, which brings us to where we are today. So all this started in Texas. And as a sign of times, wouldn't you believe that the Texas governor or current governor signed into law a measure that would prohibit Texas abortions as early as six weeks before some women even know they are pregnant? And now this opens this door for almost private citizens to sue abortion providers and others. Sadly, our Republican friends are trying to follow suit in their states. Many are trying to replicate exactly what Texas is doing, especially since the Supreme Court chose not to get involved. Now, keep in mind, some of our newer justices, do y'all remember their position on Roe versus Wade? You get my point? We, we might be in a little trouble here. So what can states do to protect abortion access if Roe versus Wade falls? A couple of things. States can push for the Freedom of Choice Act. That would protect the right to abortion in their own states. However, there's a disclaimer. These protections would not stand if a federal abortion ban was implemented. Number two, states can push for a state-level constitutional protection. State constitutions can protect the right to abortion. Again, such protections would not stand in the event of a federal abortion ban. You almost wonder, geez, right? Number three, some states just need to push to pass protections, period. Some of these states have no bans and have not yet passed any protection for Roe. These states are ripe targets for classifying Roe into their state constitutions or at a minimum pass a Freedom of Choice Act. Now, we can do two things as individuals in our states to protect the status of Roe. We, we need to, one, find out the status of abortion rights in your state. And number two, you might want to work with local pro-choice organizations. They always have a strategy and ready to get involved. In other words, we need to get involved. We can't stand on the sideline anymore. If we don't, then what's next? We've already seen attacks on voting, hair, health care, and other things. When will the madness stop? Let's keep being blunt. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Being Blunt Podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. Please leave a comment, rate, and review. Don't be stingy. Share the love and this episode with friends and family. Also, follow me on IG and Facebook at Being Blunt Pod. 
theme song provided by the one and only Iconic Bond. Peace, y'all.